Hi everybody, this is Loretta from Next Sequence and you're listening to the Next Sequence podcast. More and more tech bio founders out there like myself before going from entrepreneur to investor have been trying to bring in computing technologies to biotech. In this show, I sit down with some of the most impressive founders of what we call now tech bio to learn more about their journey and inspire other founders or wannabe founders to follow in their tracks. TechBio is all about fixing the problem of the world, and the world needs more and more TechBio founders. So, listen up. Hi, super exciting here today. We have an amazing episode coming on, and I'm welcoming into this new Tech Bio by Next Sequence episode podcast, Silvana Spinelli, CEO of Cresco RNA Tech. Hi, Silvana. Hi, Loretta. How are you doing there in Argentina? Uh, I'm great. It's summer here, so we are enjoying the, the weather. <laughs> summer, and you were telling me about the holidays, actually. So... <laughs> We're going to be talking about a very important subject. Everyone has heard about RNA technology now with the COVID, and everyone is thinking about vaccine, but we are going into a totally different direction, and this is very innovative. So what is Cresco RNA about, and can you tell us more about Cresco? What do you guys do? Well, as you say, we use RNA technologies, but not for diagnostic, not for uh, therapeutics, but for wellness. What we do is we design dietary supplements that are capable of re-educating our body to deal with the stressful and changing conditions in order to regain balance, improve life quality. And uh, it also helps to um, people with uh, lifestyle-associated disorders to uh, generate a long, uh, middle-long-term solution for their problems. Okay, so uh, re-educating the body. I'm going to tease you a little bit on that. So generally, when we think about wellness, uh, we all think about complement. You know, the supplementary complement that we are all taking uh, to get, you know, for example, collagen, uh, which is the hype of the moment, and on all of that. How does your technology work differently? And why do you say re-educating the body? Well, if you think about it, when we we have uh, in our lifestyle, uh, we we tend to disconnect, disconnect from nature and our body is trained to adapt to nature. When we our body feels this disconnection, what we have is that uh, people cannot adapt to new environments and their cells start to malfunctioning. And this leads to uh, translate in different functional disorders, such as probably you heard about them, uh, digestive disorders, hair loss, dermatitis. In, in all these cases, what we see is that under stress, the body start to malfunction. So what we offer is a solution for that. We are training the body to find again the right path, to find the, the mechanism, the pathways that they, they're more, uh, they are better for uh, 
metabolizing uh, nutrients and actually um, function and regenerate the, the tissue and in some function better. And we, for that, we use great, uh, these small molecules that are called regulatory RNAs. And these molecules are um, what our body uses for uh, modulating and reprogramming metabolism. Okay, so uh, if I better understand, uh, what you're telling us is in wellness, uh, we think about supplement in the term that thing that we can bring from outside, but it's not just thing about outside perspective. The outside world, more than just providing nutrients to us, also provide actually input. And sometimes these inputs can be very uh, bad for us. So in the case of stresses or, for example, exposure to bad food or anything else, it will create this kind of uh, diseases that we all know about. Of course, we don't really think about them as diseases, but these uh, dysregulation, such as extreme fatigue or even uh, air loss or issue with our digestive system are just the produce of what's happening from the outside environment that badly affect our health. Now, what you're saying is basically, when that happens, the cells generally start to misfunction. And so it creates this kind of vicious circle that maintains the extreme fatigue and causes the air loss. And so what you're saying is basically right now, the approach by supplementing with different nutrients doesn't take into account the cell health and the cell's ability to regulate back itself to a normal state. And what you're saying is basically, okay, we can do this differently. We can do this better. And instead of trying to supplement from the outside world by taking these nutrients from the outside world naturally, we're going to use the cell to say, okay, our cell can regulate itself back. We just, they just need to be trained. They just need for, for us to tell them, you need to go back to your normal state. And so you do this through one thing that, uh, which is very uh, difficult to understand from the neophyte, but basically you're saying you're using RNA, these messenger that are actually tightly associated with the way that we're going to code proteins to tell to the cell, okay, now you need to start behaving this way. And in this way, you're training the cell. Am I getting this right? Exactly. You're getting that exactly right. And the, I think the most uh, interesting thing is that, uh, as you say, in our environment, in our uh, food, we have information. And it's, you have bad information, oh, well, information. And some, uh, some, uh, some of that information can be bad for your body and other is very good for your body. And in, in many ways, this information comes in the form of regulatory RNAs. We proved that using breast milk, which is the best milk for newborns. And we demonstrated that this breast milk has regulatory RNAs in it. And these regulatory RNAs are important for the development of the digestive tract. And actually that's our, uh, the foundation or the background, the scientific background of our first MVP, Rivalate, which is a, a, 
a supplement, a digestive supplement derived from um, RNAs present in breast milk, but we use uh, bovine homologs to produce this, uh, this um, I'm sorry, supplements. So uh, the, the idea is that actually in, in natural food, this information is present and allows our body to, um, to adapt to our environment to better if we are digest, if we are eating something in that fresh food, there is some information that helps our body, teach our body how to digest that food. But the problem is that with current manufacturing processes, these molecules are absent in most of the, the, the food and beverage that reach our table. And that's how, uh, that's the key of our method that we develop a method that can uh, extract this RNA from fresh uh, foods and beverage. It's very funny, it remind me of my father. We used to say, okay, why are you uh, peeling the apple? Everything and the good nutrients are actually in the peel of the apple. And so it, it speaks about uh, this notion of uh, quality of food and quality of information and nutrients that are actually transferring to the food. And except that in your case, you're just fast forward forwarding this process by saying, okay, we can emulate that and we can do it by using basically these regulatory RNA to pass on the information that we would naturally get, but maybe in a less efficient way. So I really love this idea, which brings me to, to the question. How did you guys come to that idea? Where is Cresco coming from? What did you study and how did you guys arrive to this? Oh, well, it was a really interesting path. Uh, I used to work in basic science and in uh, regulatory RNAs in uh, another, in the, the role of RNAs in health and disease. And uh, I started um, an acceleration process in Argentina and I'm sorry, there's quite a lot of noise. I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I, I come back. It's, it's from the street. People. <laughs> it's the carnival people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, I go back. Um, so, uh, and I joined an acceleration process and I was thinking about diagnostic and therapeutics, and we started uh, learning about um, exponential technologies and new industries. And then I realized the potential of this technology for wellness and to reprogram metabolism and I start thinking about that. And then I realized that there was a proof of concept in nature that was breast milk, and then it, all the, the, the things aligned. And then it was time to find the best team I could imagine. And I found a, a former colleague that used to work in my lab and who has a lot of experience in computational biology. And then uh, Carla, uh, that's Uciel Chorostecki, he's a master in bioinformatics. And then Carla from, uh, she knows a lot about 
about subculturing and she could uh, build this testing platform that we needed to validate each one of our supplements. Uh, well, Daniela, she's a law business, all, all the, 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 the front of Kreske. And there it was. Uh, it was in less than a year, uh, an idea became uh, a reality. A real product. That's amazing. Uh, so you guys are actually an exceptional team. I had the chance to meet you in Argentina, not you, Silvana, but I actually met Daniela. And we talk a lot about uh, what you were looking for and what was basically uh, the different steps that you had to go through right now. And of course, I got to uh, know a little bit more about your chief technology officer and the role that bioinformatic played uh, into the development of your products. And so that reverse back to what you just said before. Of course, uh, you had to pick and choose one use case. And in your case, you decided to focus on breast milk and the benefit brought by breast milk. Can you tell us more about our choice of uh, focusing on breast milk? What were uh, the benefits that were interesting to you, and how is for, um, the I would say the first MVP going? So. Uh, well, uh, regarding breast, the the supplement derived from breast milk, it, it's uh, what we prove is that these supplements can has a strong anti-inflammatory effects. It has the ability to restore the um, the lesions in the intestinal barrier, and also it has uh, more than 40% regenerative, regenerative capacity versus placebo. This is really strong data that we have in in vitro, and now we want uh, we want to go to the next step that is testing this, well, perform the uh, the safety studies in animal to uh, test it in volunteers in human volunteers. So uh, we are really excited about our first MVP. But uh, this is just the first step. And we, we use this Rivolette as proof of concept, but we, we know that in different uh, foods, especially herbs, uh, there are these regulatory RNA presents. And using uh, our system tool, our bioinformatic pipeline, we can identify them and engineer mm -hmm. them to uh, generate new and more supplements with different uh, functionalities. And that's what we want to do in the following year. When I'm thinking about the uh, benefit of using uh, the uh, reprogramming that comes from using uh, regulatory RNA uh, from breast milk, the question that comes to me is, um, is this something that can be applied to anything? Uh, does the benefit of breast milk can be uh, helpful into the air loss? Is it helpful for stresses? Uh, I'm a mother and actually I've spent two years uh, breastfeeding my son. And so the uh, original um, benefit that I was looking after was the immune system. 
uh, I was uh, taught that uh, breastfed babies had a stronger immune system. And so I was thinking, is this just about the immune system? Does breast milk offer many, much more, I would say, benefit that uh, make it a very good element from which you are going to take out this regulatory RNA and that allow application into different fields from just immunology? Uh, uh, definitely, uh, nature is magic, in my opinion. And this uh, breast milk is a very complete um, food for for the the babies, and it's not just immunological benefits; it's all kind of benefits. And we are demonstrating that these regulatory RNAs are not only involved in development of the development of the immune system, but also for example, in the development of the intestinal barrier. So they are helping the digestive tract of the baby to um, develop uh, properly. And also, if you think, as uh, regarding your question, uh, yes, this supplement can be used in other, in, in, for example, for topical application. And it has been done actually, because probably you heard that uh, for diaper rash of uh, nipple dermatitis, mother uh, advise other mothers to use breast milk because it, it, it works. And we've, that's why we believe the, the, those, that data we have with tissue regeneration um, makes this uh, supplements, the Ribolate, an excellent supplement for topical application for dermatitis also. But we need to prove it further, yeah. of course. So this gives, basically gives you two avenues for your product and development uh, businesses. You could as well come in as a nutrient uh, supplement. And you can also work with companies specialized in cosmetic products to actually provide cosmetic product based on our RNA technology or at least regulatory RNA technologies. So that's very amazing. When I think about it, uh, I've looked through uh, very quickly. Uh, we're thinking about the market of 4.4 trillion, uh, the global wellness economy. And in this uh, economy, we have, as you, uh, you were saying, uh, the traditional uh, supplement economy. We have the traditional, I would say, beauty, uh, self-care uh, product uh, economy. And we have a flow of different applications ranging from nutrition to weight loss management to physical activity. And when you think about that, that means that Cresco uh, potentially could have avenues in each one of these different applications when it comes to the wellness economy. So I find it very exciting because you were mentioning earlier, this is only one uh, application. And of course, your, you and your team work beyond just breast milk. And so you were mentioning uh, that you have looked into adaptogens. So uh, RNA, regulatory RNA is coming from plants such as, for example, maca, 
this has been a very trendy uh, plant um, that uh, everyone now have been starting using. And so that means that even from coming from plants, you have the ability to uh, learn more and use these regulatory RNAs. And so the idea behind is you're building this huge database of information and knowledge on regulatory RNAs. So how did you guys manage uh, for going from a typical, I would say, a life science research team to integrating bioinformatics and being able to work at the same time as the production of these RNA uh, technology, but at the same time building the team able to manage the intelligence around uh, the database that needs to be constructed. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I, I guess this that at Cresco, we have this big two parts, which are the wet lab, uh, where we test everything. But the other huge part is the bioinformatics. We use actually data that is available to uh, from RNA-seq experiments that are mainly um, in public uh, databases and using our uh, knowledge about RNA um, uh, RNA biology, we can identify among these uh, databases RNA that could be um, stable and could be potentially bioactive in the human body. So with that, uh, knowledge we generate our uh, our predictions and using then we test those predictions in our uh, in our testing platform so this in that way you find uh, we develop, we we have predictions we test them with uh, with the the output of the the, the testing platform is uh, is used by the prediction algorithm to improve itself. So in that way, we our our database is always growing, is always getting better. Taking information that we get from the public databases are also data that we are generating ourselves by sequencing, for example, maca or this um, Latin American herbs that most people never sequence <laughs> and understanding how this uh, this these uh, herbs are digesting and which rna could be um, generated or which bioactive rna could be generated in within those uh, those um, superfoods that could be functional in humans. And that's how we work. We, uh, for us, this um, this database is one of the biggest assets we have because it not only allows us to, to, to predict uh, bioactive RNA from different species, but also allow us to understand how this uh, bioactive RNA uh, work, or at least generate a hypothesis of how they work. Yeah, I like what you're saying when, you, when you're saying this is your biggest asset because uh, you said two words that for me are very important uh, when you're thinking about RNA technology. 
The first one is stable and then uh, bioactive. And, and uh, something that doesn't come necessarily quickly to mind, but when it comes to RNA, yeah, you need to have something that is stable enough for you to be able to study it, observe it, and then be able to observe it long enough to try to understand what it does and then how it can be reused and bioactive so that it can actually have impact because not all of them actually have a function that we've been able to link necessarily together. So um, I really love this idea of you trying to put the focus on, yeah, our intelligence, what makes us unique, our defensibility, our technology is really centered about first this execution and our ability to produce this regulatory RNA, but more than that, our knowledge, our understanding. And this is very, very fairly unique because you have managed to develop that knowledge specifically in the context of nutrition and not just in the context of health-related uh, vaccine development. And so that position yourself, you and the company as a very unique company in this domain of application. I had the discussion with Daniela when I was in Argentina. She was telling me, uh, your CSO actually uh, working on the bioinformatics team, uh, UCL Shorotsky, is actually a very brilliant uh, scientist. He's working with uh, the Barcelona supercomputing team. And so the work that you're doing right now is exceptional in the term of knowledge and gathering this data and unique data set on RNA technology, especially applied in the context of nutrition, but also because uh, behind the infrastructure that you're building, is basically state of the heart of what needs to be built when it comes to cloud computing and implementation of cloud computing. So I, I, I really want to shout out to you because it's exceptional uh, to see a, such a great company coming from Argentina. So there's a lot of proud here, uh, very proud because biotech, uh, of course, emerged naturally from Europe and from the US. But for me, it's a way to say Biotech and especially tech bio companies can come from anywhere. And especially in Argentina alone, I have met a couple of you guys and you're brilliant. I think one of the things that have been very strong for you is, as you mentioned earlier, you have been supportive through uh, an accelerator program. And again, I had the chance to meet uh, the team from GreatX and I want to shout out to them because GreatX is doing an exceptional job in Argentina to be able to, you know, put the best tech bio and biotech startups out there. So what is next for you? What are you guys working on right now? And what is a different step you are looking forward to? Well, we, we as, as I told you, we are really excited about Ribolate and we want to go further with it. We, we have this uh, prototype that we have laboratory scale that we need to to go to a pilot scale just to prove it uh, in, in, in animal for safety. But we, we know that they, will, they are safe because they are derived from bovine milk. But uh, anyway, we want to test that in order to try it in volunteers and to prove what we saw in vitro that works uh, with people. And that's very important for us. We also want to demonstrate that our platform, Presto System Tool, the, the proficiency of our platform by developing uh, between five or 10 um, new uh, proof of concept of 
different uh, supplements from different plants, herbs, and superfoods. And well, we, we are also working with all the data I told you about Rivolette. To, uh, we are working on our first patent application and the publications that, that support that. And that's what we we ambition for the following six, eight months. Okay, so getting better at uh, trying to test out uh, in, in real human uh, cases how the product is actually behaving and then going through all the steps with the regulators on trying to get it onto the market. I think this is amazing, of course. I think this is amazing. Um, one uh, silly question before we uh, end is, have you thought about the idea of bringing uh, the ton of information that you have gathered on this into uh, mixing it with, uh, for example, uh, nutraceutical companies or uh, personal care product companies? And how is the relationship building with these companies uh, moving forward for you guys? We've been talking with different um key players in the wellness industry, they, they are all really positive about our value proposition. They are, they are uh, waiting for updates and for our MVPs to, to actually start trying them. And we, we, want, we want to go, um, go for it. Uh, we, we believe that the, the way we to, to reach the market is with uh, uh, through a strategic alliance with a key player in this industry, just to go through the regulatory aspect and the, the marketing and distribution of the product, at least the first products. Uh, but in the future, I ambition a whole brand of RNA-derived supplements. And I imagine just as a vision, actually, um, uh, uh, a service as a, a personalized nutritional services service where we can offer a person uh, different supplements that help um, their, uh, their body to work at the, their best, actually. It's just the supplements, but also diet uh, and uh, probably uh, um, training uh, schedule. Just uh, actually a complete and personalized uh, nutrition service. That's what I imagine for in the future. In the future, actually. And that would be highly personalized because it will be catered for your own body. And so it will be yours and not something that is generic for everyone. So it will work better. Exactly. Exactly. Just for you. Just for you with your habits, your body, your genetics. Just for you. Amazing. So we're looking forward. Uh, objective for the end of 2023, your first MVP, where you guys will be pilot scale testing actually potential client. And we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing your team scale at the end of 2023 and growing and going after your first round. Thank you so much. 
How can we reach out to you uh, if we have investors, other entrepreneurs, founders, or people interested into joining your team? How can they reach you best? Oh, well, we, we are on LinkedIn and we, um, both the company and um, I'm Silvana Spinelli, CEO. Uh, you can, they can reach me on LinkedIn and also Daniela Deplitsky. Um, or by email, or by we have a web page, and uh, so they, they, there are many ways they can find us in the um, in the social media also. Amazing! Thank you, thank you so much, Silvana. Go, Chris, go! We're looking forward to see your technology arrive in uh, the grand distribution. Looking forward to see the day where I will be able to buy my yogurt but especially customized with my own regulatory RNA. So yay to that. And uh, in the meantime, we'll, we will not hesitate to pass on any contact that comes to us for Crisco. Thank you. Thank you. And it's been an honor to, to participate in this podcast. <laughs> so well, we, I'm very happy. <laughs> yay. Thank, Thank you, you very you. much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the next sequence podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the letters from us, you can follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.